Tainus Perik Base, Mishnah Base, 2 2 in a strange continuation of the previous mission, which ended up by saying that they brought the Sefer Torah into the town square and then brought a Zakan out to give Divrei Kibushin, words of inspiration and reproof to the people. And immediately after that, the Mishnah says here, Amdu B'tzfila. They immediately stood up to pray. Tfila in the Mishnah always refers to the Shmona Esrei. And the point is that before Davin Shachris, they had this inspirational talk for them to do tshuva. Now, when people pray in the time of the Mishnah, since there's no Sidurim, we're relying on a Shliach Tzibor who's leading the prayer service. Everyone's listening intently and responding Amen. So the Mishnah says, Morid Teva. They bring someone before the Teva. Now, the word Morid really means to lower down. The connotation is to bring them, like, lower, to lower them. The the idea being they should be humble and submissive and um, before Hashem. It's a, the Pasuk says, Hashem. I called out to you from the depths. And therefore it's understood that people should like be in a posture of lowliness when they are beseeching Hashem for something, as is the case over here. Many shuls um, in Europe actually had the place where the Shliach Tzibar stood. It was like lower in the ground, like a, like a holer, like a, they took a couple steps down into the ground when they prayed from there, lower down to fill that pasuk in this idea. Even today, I know, um, I believe the monk shul in London and the good in Baltimore have such slimmer setups. So you walk down. So the person who's doing that is zaken v'ragil, someone who's a zaken again, someone who's older, but again, old and wise, um, respected and respectable in the community. V'ragil, he's accustomed to the prayers. This is essential because he's leading the prayers. We don't want him to actually um, like um, stumble or hesitate or misspeak. Do we have a? If you recall from Meseches Brachas, we said that um, if the Shliach Tzibor makes a mistake and he hesitates, so that's like a simen ra, it's like a bad sign for everyone whom he's representing, and therefore we don't want it to happen. Um, more than that, says the Gemara, we need someone who really is a, a, a Baki in Tanakh, who's an expert in, in the verses themselves, because as we'll see um, in the coming bit here, the coming in this Mishnah, coming up in Mishnah Gimel, that... Um, he has to recite a lot of verses, and he's saying that really without anything in front of him from memory, um, and that be, he has to be an expert. Okay. Vyesh Lobanim, he wants one who has children, because only a person who has children and little eyes and mouth, oh, hungry mouths and eyes looking at him um, will be, you know, really motivated to to shake the heavens to get the rains to fall. And also we need someone who is that his cupboard is bare. He has no money, he has none the wherewithal to supply for his family, and therefore, again, he really feels the pinch, and he will daven with sincerity. So that his heart will be um, complete in his prayers, a fully sincere prayer. And really a fascinating thing to point out over here is that here we're talking about the person's heart being shalem, being whole, whereas in the previous mission we talked about the necessity for people to um, actually tear their hearts asunder, the Pasuk from Yoel, that people should be um, korea, to tear, v'kirul um, avavchem, to tear their hearts. Um, also here, interestingly, um, like the... The, the Me'iri, his Lashon is, we want someone who is a Zaken because we want someone who's, um, who will pray with a Lev Nishbar, with a broken heart. So there's an interesting idea that you see that we want a, a torn and broken heart so a person will have a complete heart. There's a famous saying that's quoted by Rabbi Nachman of Breslov in, in English, which is that there's nothing more complete than a broken heart. And that is certainly coming from these Mishnahs over here. So that's the God we want. And he, the Shliach Tzibur, will say in front of the community there, of the of his town, 
a total of 24 blessings. What we're saying here is that, as the Mishnah says, Shmon Yom, the usual 18 of Shmon Esrei. He'll do the normal Shmon Esrei. But in addition, Umosif Alein Ocheish. He adds six more um, brachas to the Shmon Esrei. Now, the point is adding six more brachas. As I'm sure you're aware, nowadays our Shmon Esrei actually has 19, not 18 brachas. And we still refer to it as the Shmon Esrei, the 18 blessings, even though there are 19. So very possibly our Mishnah doing the same thing here. And it's saying 18, but it means 19, and therefore adding 24, really, adding 6 really means 25 and not 24. Um, that 19th bracha, the bracha that's uh, a prayer against the the heretics, came about in the first century with the um, what became the early Christians and so on. So the the um, it's very possible that this actually came even perhaps after that bracha. So that's why it's referring to those 18 and 24 instead of 25. But the point is, we are adding six more blessings, um, which the next two Mishnayas will explicate further.